You're listening to SBS News. Utter chaos in Brazil. In scenes akin to those seen at the United States Capitol on the 6th of January 2021, around 3,000 supporters of Brazil's ex-president Jair Bolsonaro stormed Congress, the Supreme Court, and Presidential Palace in Brasilia as police fought back with tear gas. Around 1,500 people have now been arrested and the nation's highest seats of power have been trashed. The protesters were calling for military intervention to either restore the far-right Bolsonaro to power or to oust the newly inaugurated leftist Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva. President da Silva has labeled the protesters fascist fanatics and vowed punishment. Like true vandals, destroying what they found in front of them. We think there was a lack of security, and I wanted to tell you that all those people who did this will be found and punished. They will realize that democracy guarantees the right to freedom and free speech, but it also demands that people respect the institutions created to strengthen democracy. And these people, these vandals, what could we say are fanatical Nazis, fanatical fascists, did what has never been done in this country. United Nations Secretary-General Antonio Guterres agrees there must be consequences. I think the law should be respected and when it isn't, I think those who break the law should suffer the corresponding consequences of the law. We live, in Brazil, as in many democratic countries, under the rule of law and what is important is that rule of law works and that democracy moves forward. Thank you. The riots have drawn global condemnation. Brazil's ambassador to the United Nations, Ronaldo Costa Filho, says his country is grateful for the international support it has received. I just would like to say is that uh, the government repudiates uh, in the strongest possible terms the violence committed yesterday against executive, the legislative and the judicial branches of government in Brasilia. Uh, and we are grateful to the messages of support and solidarity we have received from around the world, including from Secretary-General Antonio Guterres. Um, we are confident that the strength of Brazilian institutions will allow us to overcome these violent and lamentable incidents of yesterday and allow us to move forward uh, within the strength of our democratic institutions. Australia's Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, is among those who condemned the insurrection. The Australian government uh, stands for democracies and people should respect the outcome of elections and the actions of a a small number of people uh, are condemned by the Australian government will continue to convey uh, our support to the government of Brazil uh, at this difficult time. EU Foreign Policy Chief Josep Borrell and US Secretary of State Antony Blinken have tweeted their support and condemnation. And Mexico's President Andres Manuel López Obrador has also expressed his support for Brazil. In rechazo a la actitud 
Our posture is we reject the irresponsible, anti-democratic attitude in Brazil and in favor of Brazilian President Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva. It is satisfactory that solidarity expressed towards President Lula does not only come from countries in Latin America and the Caribbean, but support to democracy in Brazil and President Lula includes Canada and the U.S. as well. White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan says he is confident President Lula da Silva will remain president. Well, first, we have expressed confidence because we believe it, that demo- the democratic institutions of Brazil will hold, the w- will of the people of Brazil will be respected, <clears throat> the freely elected leader of Brazil will govern Brazil and will not be deterred or knocked off course by <clears throat> the actions of these people who have assaulted the, uh, the, the instruments of, of governance in Brasilia, including the Congress, the presidential palace, and the, and the Supreme Court. So we think Brazilian democracy is resilient, strong, and will come through this. Mr. Bolsonaro faces legal risks from several investigations before the Supreme Court in Brazil and his future in the United States, where he traveled on a special visa issued to heads of state, diplomats and other government officials, is in question. Mr. Bolsonaro flew to the U.S. and entered on an A visa 48 hours before his presidential term ended. U.S. State Department spokesman Ned Price says Category A visas are issued to diplomats and cease being valid once the recipient is no longer a government representative. If someone entered the United States on an A visa, which is essentially a a diplomatic visa for uh, foreign diplomats or heads of state, uh, an A visa holder, uh, if an A visa holder is no longer engaged in official business, on behalf of their government, it is incumbent on that visa holder to depart the U.S. or to request a change uh, to another immigration status within 30 days. Uh, That request for uh, a change in visa status would be made to the Department of Homeland Security. White House advisor Jake Sullivan says Brazil has not yet made a formal request for extradition. We're not, uh, as far as I know, in direct contact with Bolsonaro, uh, so can't speak definitively about uh, his whereabouts. Uh, We have not, as of now, received any official requests from the Brazilian government related to Bolsonaro. Of course, if we did receive such requests, we treat them the way we always do. We treat them seriously. President Lula da Silva has blamed Mr. Bolsonaro for inflaming his supporters after a campaign of allegations about election fraud after the end of his rule. The former president has rejected the accusation. He said on Twitter that peaceful demonstrations were democratic, but the invasion of government buildings crossed the line. A short time later, Mr. Bolsonaro was admitted to a hospital in Florida with intestinal discomfort, which his wife says is due to a stabbing he suffered during the 2018 election campaign. Assam al-Ghalib, SBS News.